0: slash the codex cantina it all helps us in running the show along with commercials guys so thank you so much we're going to do a quick commercial break and then we'll get on with the rest of the episode and welcome to the codex cantina where it's two friends talking about literature and what it means to us my name is zuna
1: i'm still crypto the scapegoat
0: and normally we do a very detailed plot but around the weird our friend has already done that so i'll direct you to his video but basically a african-american man works his way up into politics from from the ground up if you will and where he is ultimately betrayed by another african-american member in the community and sent to jail for voter fraud when he gets released he kind of sets up that man that set him up originally and convinces basically the town through camaraderie and, and goodwill to show up at the voter poll and oust the white men that kind of didn't help him and hurt when he was, you know, kind of framed. So high level plot there, if you will.
1: Yeah, it's kind of that idea. Like you said, it's not just about power, but more the misuse or abuse of power. Right.
0: Well, I would say there's there's multiple forms of power in this story. Right. We have we have the politician political state power. But yep. there's also community power where uh, it's an unelected, social unofficial social power, if you will. So I guess, you know, let's start there. The, the Emancipation Day politics, if you will, where basically they have one unofficial leader for the African-American community. Why is it unofficial?
1: Yeah, it's more of a, a honorary title. It's somebody that's not officially elected. He's the pillar of the community. Everybody can turn to him. And he's one that has the sage wisdom to try to help everybody out.
0: Well, it's worth pointing out, you know, 1904 was when this was written, published. Jim Crow laws, in effect, it was really hard for an African-American to have any form of power with the amount of racism that elected power, particularly where whites had a say in what they would choose, not happening for most African-Americans, right?
1: Yeah, for sure. I think that this shows that that political power is not the only power that can make a difference in your community. And I think that was kind of what. Uh, Dunbar was going for this story is don't count somebody out just because they don't have political clout or power or established power or it's not the, well, we've always done it this way so it's the way we're always going to do it. No, you can make a difference in your community.
0: For sure. And, and I would say, why is the state or or political power considered the Holy Grail? Like, why why is that the main crux of the story? And I think it's worth pointing out that that that's how laws are passed, right? By becoming a politician, you can influence what is legal and not legal. And, of course, that is a highly contentious area when America has just finally, you know, liberated themselves, abolished slavery, and now they are trying to figure out how to move forward with this community that they didn't put on a pedestal. They don't even put on the same level as them, and they're trying to keep that power in some regards. So, so putting someone in a position of political power, big deal back then.
1: And not only the laws, but also having a position of political power also allows you to move up in status as well and with wealth or money because you're going to be in control of the tax dollars you can funnel this money into different programs to help specific groups of people and in this regard you'll move up with you know that political clout control the money move up in status have more notoriety recognition recognition be able to affect more people that's that's a lot of sway in a community beyond just somebody that's hey there's so-and-so and he's kind of our go-to guy Now you have actual power to make a difference.
0: So let's talk about these characters, right? We have Asbury, who, to your point, when he got voted first into politics, remember they're like, oh, you're going to leave us, right? You're going to move uptown where all the politicians are, where the, the white ruling class is, in a sense. You're going to abandon us as soon as you get that taste of power. And one of the things that I thought Dunbar did well was he kind of explored is it what is that lust for power? Is it really just you know the the white community or is it within internal to the African American community as well?
1: I think he was going for that old adage that absolute power can corrupt absolutely and it doesn't matter that we're all the same and that it's who you are that will make a difference, not what you look like that makes the difference and I think that he does a good job in the story of portraying that through Asbury as we see him evolve through the story that he he kind of gets his revenge at the end, but also the fact that it, he doesn't let it corrupt him. He just wanted the betterment for everybody, not just, quote, his community.
0: Right. And, and I think you see that, too, with Mr. Bingo, who kind of becomes the antagonist for Asbury. And then he uses almost Mr. Morton as like a pawn to become the new leader for someone to rally around. It's all very we're trying to, like you said, corrupt and use others. Bend them to our will for our purposes and our gain. I like that quote, too, where he says, ah, yes, in politics, we are all lambs and the wolves are only to be found in the other party. That's that perspective game, right?
1: Yeah. Now, did you think that did you think that Mr. Bingo was the true kind of quote villain of the story? Because I felt like Morton almost was because he allowed himself to manipulated. And I almost felt like his character, he 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 knew what was happening and he was OK with it, even though he didn't want to do it.
0: Oh, interesting. He didn't want to go through. No, I hadn't considered that. I had not considered that. I actually thought you were going to go a different way, where you're going to ask me if I thought like the white, you know, proletariat politicians, party managers were the ones that were going to be the the antagonists. I hadn't considered Mr. Morton. Mr. Morton, I always just kind of viewed as a pawn of wanting to do best, wanting to do right. I don't think he had evil intent in his mind, at least as far as that I could tell. And even even on the other side, you know, Dunbar does point out that the sheriff. Didn't totally throw Asbury under the bus, particularly when, like, you know, the testimonies were happening and Mr. Bingle was leading the charge against Mr. Asbury in a sense that um, I, I I took it kind of evil and good swings both ways is kind of one of the things that he may have been warning people against.
1: OK, I could see that. Yeah, I guess just Morton, I thought if you see wrongdoing and don't do anything about it, are you guilty by, you know, association of, of not calling out a wrong. And I guess I felt like that's kind of how he was like you. Come on, dude, you know, this is wrong. You're a good person. Why aren't you trying to make things better? He, he is a willing pawn. And I guess that was my problem with him.
0: What do you think this story then says about unity within a community?
1: I guess they focus too much on race that that is such a defining characteristic of whether somebody's gonna be what they want or what they will do uh, there's a quote from the story where uh, he says you are you are well you ought to be white that's all when you find a black man like we send him to the state prisons if you were white you'd go to the Senate <laughs> like it's all just based on 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 race for them
0: well would we, we, there's even problems within you know, Mr. Bingo backstabbing Mr. Asbury. Then Mr. Asbury gets out and backstabs Mr. Bingo. Mr. Asbury isn't saved by the party managers. Mr. Asbury gets out. And then what's the only way that he finally gets ahead? And I think, I think the the argument is there for unity with working with his community, working with his fellow African-Americans. And they showed, I think one of the first things you said in this conversation is power doesn't just necessarily come from state laws. There are other forms of power. And I think voter choice in a democracy is kind of maybe perhaps what we see at the end here, where it's only through unity, through influencing people's hearts, the ability to make change at a mass level. That's what we finally see as I I think, you know, he described it as rain clouds coming to vote at the end. It was very beautifully written, very poetic. I think you may know Paul Lawrence Dunbar is a a poet, (laughs) almost more famously known for than for his, uh, you know, short fiction but it's it's very uh, evocative, the way that, that it's written, how the, the black votes came to flush out, to cleanse, right? Even when we think about water being a cleansing agent, the evil that the current party managers had on the system.
1: Yeah, I guess it's just so different than what we look at today in politics, because I feel like sometimes it's not as much about race. It's all about political uh, party lines, uh, the two mm. sides, you know, always mm-hmm. battling and it's up. Like, oh, no, it's down. It, it, you know, it, it, this is, you know, round, flat, whatever. Yes, no. And for here, it, it was very enlightening that 120 years ago, there was still a division, but their division was very, very different than our division today. Um, and, and I don't know if the political party realm was even kind of a thought for Dunbar at this time.
0: Yeah. And I think we need to go more into his, his poetry and some other things. Uh, and of course there's different views on this. If you guys had a differing opinion about this or wanted to focus more on something, let us know in the comments down below. We'd love to hear your thoughts. We're going to leave a playlist down below for Paul Lawrence Dunbar talks of ours and look forward to hearing from you. If you guys like having discussions like this, we post videos every Monday and Thursday. We'd love to have you subscribe and join us on the journey. Una out.
1: Peace.